Blog Talk Radio. Join we one more again for we show Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. This year the Queen Quet head from the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation, and I'm so glad that Hunter to tune in with me one more again to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. This year the way we give upliftment to the living legacy and pay ancestral homage. So this evening, this year show dedicated to the one, the only Beach Lady. Oh, honey, children, y'all ain't know. If you did have an American beach and thing like that, if you see one butterfly, oh, poor libation, because that'll see going by. Let me take a moment of silence, a wee sister, or shoon. Ashe. 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 Well, happy Black Earth Story Month and thing like that, Red Horse, happy one one all around the world. But you know, we're so glad for day and for celebrate who we be, that we be Gullah Geechee anointed people. And we can't be without the mama them. Okay? So look, y'all, if one of the children ain't done, give thanks. If one of we got a strong mama and thing like that, I'd rather watch it for day, Gullah Geechee. One of the need for going, thank them, yeah? 
for half hundred yeah. And we're still hold out through all of this shit we done grind through and things like that. Okay. Now, plenty of hundred children that act like y'all can't hardly stand things because of what's going on with this shit pandemic and things like that. What? Run of us. Imagine what we answer to them, bitch. Matter what been going on through the middle passes. Think what that thing. True. We got structure and things like that. Lynching and things been going on. Look at this shit. Some here stop. Lynching right now, though, that's what. Not the news. Look all at home on that scraggy behind that. Whole pond, they chill on. And don't think sitting there unless you're home on that thing like that. But speaking out, standing up, and thing like that. Scripture the Lord we say, I've wanted to do everything else. Stand. So that we do now, even now, for Nisha Gullagichi line, for Jacksonville, North Carolina, to Jacksonville, Florida, throughout Jesus, that we do. Stand. Where you get them from? And the mama will be had mother with. But know how for hope on who we done. Learn we have a correct we teach, but we be. Learn we for nyamp and different things like that. Now we for going out, Jonah, for, for took behind our soul and things like that. And bring up the seed and thing. God bring it in. The blessing. What a shout. The song and thing, what you call the spiritual, come from the soul. From we mama them. So we honor these young men. Yes. Not just because it's a woman month, but all the time. So now that we crack, we teeth but this your thing now. What is going on? As for now, that's the people who are getting me and things like that. I might know overstand. What is your vote? So let me say it about this way. This is Queen Quet, Chief and Head of State for the Gullah Geechee Nation. And it's always an honor to celebrate in March with global women of strength, fortitude, that are still standing, that are still fighting, that are still placing their hands down in the soil that our ancestors' souls grew up out of here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. But there was a celebration that used to go on a couple decades back was the last time I heard of one of the events that would take place in Atlanta, Georgia. And I had the honor of meeting two of the founders, one a sister, the other a brother, who actually founded Black Her Story Month. Now, it's interesting because I had not heard anything in years about the celebration, but I see online other people definitely using the terminology these days, but I don't see online where they reference that there was a Black Her Story organization that was based out of Atlanta, Georgia, that started up the event. And while one sister was there in Atlanta, Georgia, the brother was up in Ohio, that they worked together to found the month and then push and celebrate the month. And then they started to give out awards to various black women that they felt were the embodiment of her story because they wanted people to celebrate Black Her Story Month. And so it's really interesting that as time goes on, you don't see people giving the credit where the credit is due. 
Like they say, yeah, great minds think alike. I agree with that to a certain extent, and that there could be a lot of people, you know, trying to come up with certain terminology. But given the fact that we have the Internet now, it's sad that people don't just go do a little research and find out who is behind certain things. And unfortunately, I thought that that movement hadn't caught on until I Googled and saw how many different folks started celebrating Black Her Story Month. But it did originate out of Atlanta, Georgia, and there were award ceremonies. There was always a conference and a dinner, a banquet, at which awards and honors were given out. When I had my organization, the African Cultural Arts Network, we supported them. We would promote their events. And then the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition would tell people about the event after they first honored someone who we're honoring here tonight, the late, the great Marvin Betts, the beach lady of American Beach, Florida. And we're going to come back to talk about her because first I want to say this. I also received the National Black Her Story Award. And it was wonderful. It was a powerful activity, a powerful event that gathered and brothers gathered there to celebrate who we be and to celebrate our story and our legacy. And it was an honor to be the second of the Gullah Geechee Nation to receive that, to have it bestowed upon us because it showed that other people were watching the work that we were doing, especially for the environment. And so the next powerful thing that happened also in Atlanta was Frank and Audrey Peterman of the Diverse Environmental Leaders and Earthwise Productions held a major conference of environmental folks from all around, but especially those engaged with the National Park Service, was held in Atlanta right there by the Atlanta airport. And they gave out different environmental awards. Well, to my shock, I was given the inaugural Marvin Betch Environmental Award, and that was as having the Black Her Story Award because Beach Lady, as I called her, and I had literally left tracks in the sands in various places together. The one, mo- the two most powerful times. And now I'm pausing because I'm going to tell you all the three most powerful times. The three most powerful times was, one, the first time I ever met her. Meeting this former opera diva who had come home after traveling the world singing opera and dancing, had come back home to northeastern Florida back to where she had grown up burying her grandpa in the sands of Nana the Sand Dune, that she later would fight until they listened so that the Park Service would not just take Nana into their bosom as Nana had taken so many into her bosom and healed them over the years, but they made that a national park site so that the destruction airs would not come in, plow it down, level it, use it elsewhere, but leave Nana be. You need to listen to your mama. Mother Earth speaks. And part of Mother Earth named Nana, I think you need to leave that alone. So they not only dedicated it, 
but turned it back over to the folks of American Beach. American Beach is the second beach for people of African descent to be founded in Florida. The Afro-American Life Insurance Company members under Abraham Lincoln Lewis, who was grandpa that was getting buried in the sand, were the founders. And the Afro, as the life insurance company is referred to, was the first insurance company in Florida. Not the first black one, the first one. But it happened to also be black-owned, operated, developed. So if you visit American Beach, the various street names are named for those founders. And Abraham Lincoln Lewis was the grandfather to Marvin. He was born or christened Elizabeth Betts, but she was dawned and lived her life out to be Marvin the Beach Lady Oshun Betts. Environmentalist, activist, now sacred ancestor of the Gullah Geechee Nation. She was one of our first Wisdom Circle Council of Elders members for the Gullah Geechee Nation. First meeting her and hearing her family story on American Beach was one of the most powerful meetings I've ever had, one of the most powerful journeys I've ever had. And just about any black township, city, business area that I go into anywhere, and I've been to all 50 states, and I'm about to go on and finish up in 2022 what I was starting to finish up when Rona be show up is to finish up the continents of the world. When I go to these places, I look for my people, people of African descent, especially if we are not the most visible in a particular place. I do my research before I leave to find where the businesses are or where they say so-called were to see if we're still there and if we still have businesses there. And in many cases, like going to Black Wall Street in Oklahoma, they had gentrified it, but we were returning there. So, you know, these so-called empowerment zones. Well, one thing about the beach lady, she made it very abundantly clear how American Beach had always been an empowerment zone for our people and how it was for all of our people, whether you were a multimillionaire or you were the janitor just trying to get by. Everyone could come there. They could party. They could enjoy the best of the best at Evans Rendezvous. They could party together with the likes of, you know, the Godfather Soul and various others who would come there to perform right there on the beach. Staying there overnight, and I've been there even through Nor'easters and other things, there is a healing energy that blows in from the Atlantic there, just like it does throughout the Gullah Geechee Nation especially when it's just us along the coast and not where others have moved in. Because when you go further down Amelia Island from there, that energy switches, the energy changes. And that's because everything else down the beach has been created to match one another. And that was one of the things that aggravated the beach lady to no end that there was no nuance, there was no color, there was no pop, there was no jazz, there was no music to everyone having a cookie-cutter lifestyle. And she really despised that. And she didn't have to. She came from one of the most affluent 
communities and cultures and families that there ever was in Florida. She herself had made a million dollars with her artistic career. And what did she do? She came back and gave it away in environmental battles, which is why I had to pause to really think of which ones would I tell you and which ones were the most powerful. And I said, let me go with three because the other time at American Beast that was so powerful was when they were going to come in and do what they called the CRA. So instead of saying they were going to blight the beach, they call it a community revitalization area. But this was a new terminology for urban renewal, which means Negro removal, and what they wanted to do was make a designation which would have allowed them to blight American Beach and allow that cookie cutter to come cut it up and turn it into the other things like the Amelia Island Plantation that you bypass to get to American Beach. Well, Beach Lady was a warrior. She slept at night under the stars. She and her six-foot-long dreadlock that she was fighting hard to either get that hair or the nails that she grew and Guinness World Book of Records, and she was very aggravated when they let this man from India win a couple of years that she submitted because, like she said, she has a lock and our hair curls. So if she had straightened her hair afterwards, her measurements would have been longer than his. But they took his because his hair was just straight. But one thing I loved about her was she was straight. She would shoot straight from the hip. She would tell it to you like a T.I. is. And she lived our legacy and loved our people, loved the environment, loved the dolphins and loved Nana, that she danced on, and Nana seemed to dance with her back. And it was powerful to walk in the CRA meeting right on time as they were taking the final public comment, walk in there looking like I'm looking with corkscrews and ain't unseen her looking like she's looking with that six-foot-long dreadlock. Walk in there, make my statement, from the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition of how this CRA was unacceptable and could not be tolerated, and we would not, we would not stand down if they tried to blight American Beach and to have driven three hours to get there just to be there for that, be able to drive three hours back. That night stands out because the folks there at American Beach Villas just gave me so much love and appreciation because right after that, those folks for their area did not vote to blight that beach. And she and I had walked in many rooms together, looking like we looking, with the hairdos, with the colored African clothes, proudly who we be. And then when we open our mouths, the hair is articulating things just like this and articulating them about our environment, our community, our culture, our story, and how it deserves a place of righteousness and it will remain such and that they would not be allowed to destroy it with bulldozers, not be destroyed to poison it with pollutions, not be 
allowed to poison us and destroy us. And so here it is that there's no way could enter into a celebration of Women's Her Story Month without reflecting on the power and the positive energy and how many still go down to American Beach. It doesn't have the same energy anymore that she's not there. But they go down to pay tribute to her annually because her birthday just passed on January the 13th. And so folks go down, they pay tribute, and they look for the butterflies because she always told me if you see a butterfly, it's going to be me. And so when I see an orange one especially, I know it's her coming to hang out with me, check me out again. Because one thing we both love to do, two things we both love to do, sing and to dance. And I remember when she came to St. Helena Island to the Our Story and Heritage Conference that I founded, and she sang in Frizzell Hall at Penn School, and the glass started shaking. And I thought it was going to be like when Ella Fitzgerald, God bless the dead, used to sing for the Memorex commercial and the glass was going to break. And I was like, oh, my God, if she holds this note one more second, I'm going to owe these people some money. And that glass vibrated and vibrated on that note. And when she stopped, it stopped. But the type of vibration and note that she had went miles and unfortunately People's ears weren't tuned enough until she passed. So now they have a road honoring her, the museum she was fighting for all her life to operate and all her materials she saved about the history of her family and that community. They took it after she passed and then formed a very small museum and community center. Why not give folks their roses while they yet live? We did. We celebrated. We danced. And that's that third time I want to tell you about was down in Fort Lauderdale. And this was not long before Beach Lady proceeded to start to head on toward the realm of the ancestors. We were both down at Fort Lauderdale for a major conference that was about authors. And they wanted to, I knew she was going to be honored and acknowledged that opening night. So I did the dance to the song that night, and I wanted to make sure that everyone was there in the center of everything to see this at the African-American Library there at another very, very good ally, Elsie Hastings, who was a congressman at that time, fought to get the funds to get that place placed there. And those of you who attended the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival, when we did the Gullah Geechee Seminar Maroon Reunion, you know that that was one of the sites for the Saturday of the festival when we brought it down to Fort Lauderdale. Well, here it is that the beach lady was there standing in the arena, in the rotunda, one might call it, but it's really the lobby, the entryway, when you come into the library. And when I finished the dance that I did, she came, baby, do it, Nanny, time you do it. You got to wear this. You got to wear what you wear. Baby, could that just go? And when you did this move right here, that's this. And because she was a trained dancer, she would, she knew, she felt she moved with you spiritually when you said you were dancing. And, of course, I'm sure if you couldn't dance, she got an eye roll or two, but I ain't had that problem. 
I did not expect her reaction the way she reacted. And as someone who had achieved all she had achieved on grand stages around the world, it was an honor to me, who's a self-taught dancer, for her to say what she said and to give that wisdom as an elder to say, whenever you do this dance, wear that outfit and keep dancing, keep dancing. So for her and for all our Gullah Geechee Oman and thing like that, for we, we still dancing for honor. We still shouting and thing like that. And we ain't going to never let honor near die. As long as you call a man or woman's name, they live on. So Beach Lady, Marvin Betts, we call your name, Oshun. We honor you. We honor those who brought you into our lives. We honor your parents, Mary and John Betts. God bless the dead. We honor Abraham Lincoln Lewis and Mary Kingsley Samus. We honor Anna Jai Kingsley, who was the great-grandmother of your grand. Mother, we honor all those women in the line of your family, including your sister, Dr. Janetta. Yes, as they call her, Dr. President, because she's the president of so many HBCUs, Dr. Janetta Cole, who last time I saw her was inside the American Beach Museum, the night that it was opened and dedicated. And when she walked in the door as the honored guest, everyone was standing around waiting and applauding. And I remember I turned to her, I looked at her, she looked in my face, and there's a beautiful picture, and I have to pull it up. She put her hand lightly on my cheek and said, keep on being who you are. And she smiled in the way only she can and stepped forward with the grace that she carries and the dignity and respect that she requires of you when she enters a room. And that's one thing about them. They got that in common. Those two sisters always walked in the room heads high. And I remember the first time I was invited to the birthday party for Dr. Cole by the beach lady, and we danced. It was a beautiful thing. And so when we sit back now, we may not always know of all the people while they yet live, but those of us who do need to speak truthfully and tell the stories of the black women worldwide, and especially here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, that are the living embodiment of Black Her Story, who this international women's celebration every March is to be about. We are those that should receive the flowers while we yet live, not wait until after we've given the blood, the sweat, the tears, put the placenta of the babies in the earth, gone into the earth ourselves, and then folks want to honor you with roads. So I think 
the National Black Her Story Conference and their founders that fought hard for years could never get major funding because of what they were doing. But I thank them for being visionaries, for telling us not just to celebrate women's history, because I can't get with that women's history in the first place. Because it's about women, it should be her story, not his story. He's doing his story every day, all day, all year. So if we're going to celebrate women, let's do it in totality. So women's her story, but especially black women's her story month, I celebrate with honor and with the kind of dignity that I say my sisters walk in the room and carry. And so posthumously, not only did the Beach Lady receive the road that I mentioned that is at American Beach, but at which her sister unveiled was there for that, but she was also posthumously honored as an unsung hero of compassion by the Dalai Lama. And that happened on November the 12th in 2005. And so it is amazing to know all the things that she accomplished in her years, but how it took all of her effort from all of her training and all of her success for her to pour her everything back into the land, back into the community, back into the culture. And so it is awesome to know that her niece is still there at American Beach and that she ensures that her auntie's name is not forgotten at any time at all, that people are well aware of her and her existence the same way Beach Lady always wanted the world to know about American Beach and about her grandpa, Abraham Lincoln Lewis. And so it's really interesting because Beach Lady was born during the Great Depression in 1935. She was born in Jacksonville, which is the largest Gullah Geechee city. But a lot of people there don't know who they be. They have no idea that they are Gullah Geechee. Or they'll tell you, oh, um, yeah, my, um, my, my grandmama was that. Interesting how we descend from people and we're no longer of those people. How that happen? Y'all tell me one time. Y'all email me when you get that answer to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. You'd never hear an Italian in America say they're not Italian or say my grandparents were Italian. <laughs> they'll let you know I'm Italian. Um, however, I was born and raised in America, something to that extent. But they don't suddenly disconnect from their culture and their ethnic group because of acculturation. Now, if you say my grandparents practiced and knew all of our traditions as Gullah Geechee's when they were in South Carolina, but when we got to Florida, they didn't continue. So I know I'm a descendant, I'm a Gullah Geechee, but I don't know any traditions. That's fine. But don't try to disconnect yourself from your very own bloodline. Because I don't see how, you know, when dogs start having kittens and
cats start having puppies. I mean, because to say your grandparent was one thing, but you something else, I don't see how that happens. Now, you may not follow the traditions, and herein lies the problem, because if you with a yeti from your mama and things like that, then you need to hold on to who you want to If it's on you something, hold upon them while you got the chance. Now, it's interesting one might say, well, gosh, if they were so into their black culture and this was such a rich, affluent black family, why is their beach named American Beach? Well, one of the things that Beach Lady told me in that first meeting was the fact that her grandpa would always stand, look at the ocean, and tell her that he was looking back toward where our people came from. But he named the beach American Beach to prove a point that all these black folks have the right to be Americans because they the ones built America. So hence, American Beach was for them, for us. Now, it was the second one because actually the other beach that was for black folks was called Manhattan Beach, and it was south of American Beach. So you say, well, wow, that's interesting. They named this Manhattan. You wouldn't necessarily know that's a black beach. Oh, and these other ones come along name it American Beach. You wouldn't necessarily know that was a black beach. But what constituted it? It was seeing us reflected in one another, seeing us gathered together. And they had no easy time because a lot of times when they would leave there, then the racist police that were out throughout Florida would stop the people all along the roads and try to harass them and carry on. So on. Yeah, Florida. Mm-hmm. Ain't a whole lot changed. So the thing about it is that we can change things, especially in the era we are now in, as we continue to acknowledge, walk in the tracks and the steps of strong and powerful black women that yet still live. The Gullah Geechee Oma would did anything like that. I was still can crack and teeth like this. You ain't learn how to tell how to do things for whore upon yourself. Rather was hold upon the land. We need to continue to stand up. We need to continue to stand out. We need to continue to dance and be who we be. And so it is a powerful thing to be able to still be around, but now to be in a position to reflect back. Powerhouse women, I have been blessed to know right here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. And throughout this month on GullahGeecheeNation.com, and Gullah is spelled G-U-L-L-A-H, G-E-E-C-H-E-E is the way we spell Geechee, not with an I, ain't no I in Geechee for the week. GullahGeecheeNation.com. We're going to be blogging about these various Gullah Geechee women throughout the month in celebration of who we be. We just came out of the Gullah Geechee Black History Hunt for every day in February, having folks hunt up our story and our legacy. One of those questions, one of the things people had to do as an activity was find their way to a Gullah Geechee, a black beach, and take a photo of themselves there. So had they gone to American Beach, amongst others, I ain't going to name them all because we may have you do that next year again. <laughs> um, they would have gotten it. And I saw that somebody took a picture somewhere else that was not a black beach, not black owned, not black founded. It was a segregated area of a public beach. So, of course, that wasn't the right answer. And the whole point of having our own things was to show others that you 
on you don't have to let us into your stuff. We can have our own stuff, and we can celebrate with ourselves and celebrate our accomplishments of our own stuff, and ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm mad at you, as Tupac also sung so eloquently and rapped about, all right? I'm mad at you. So here it is. Talk about celebrating who we be. We have to invest in that. Time is something that is non-refundable. So you got to make good investments with it. And Beast Lady did that. When she came back home, her life savings was three-quarters of a million to a million dollars. She told me it was roughly a million. She gave it away to 60 different environmental organizations and causes. She became a lifetime member of numerous ones, especially ones that had to do with animals and dolphins. I remember her mention about a dolphin that was named for her. She was a member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, one of the very first people that immediately sent a check and would always want to know how she could contribute and support the effort and what she could do down in Florida, even from beneath the stars, right there at Nana. She was always dedicated to healing the land, protecting the waters, protectors of the land and the waters, and making sure people knew our story as black people. So it was beautiful to walk into the American Beach Museum, feel her there, and then when I actually got to walk out of the area in which her sister had greeted me and walk through the exhibitions to see her there, because there was her chair that she used to sleep in under the stars, and there was her hair, that six-foot-long lock, preserved there in the museum. And I said, I see you, beach lady. And I saw a smile at me. Nod and say, baby, like she always did when I saw her. And I felt like dancing. It was a powerful, filled evening. The pain of it was that she wasn't there in this realm to say her own words. As I walked through that exhibition, I started hearing her voice and I said, oh, wait a minute. I know I feel of it now. I hear her. And they had a kiosk playing with her at least speaking and telling the story, like how she did for me and thousands of other people that had the blessed opportunity to meet her, to greet her, to experience her. Because truly, the beach lady was an experience in and of herself. So I'm thankful to have known her, to know her, to celebrate her, to honor her, and to share an award with her name, to have an award with her name on it, and to share another award that she also had, like the Black Earth Story Award. So all month, like I say, follow GullahGeecheeNation.com, follow GullahGeechee.tv, follow at Gullah on Twitter and on Instagram. And again, Gullah is G-U-L-L-A-H, Geechee is G-E-E-C-H-E-E, ain't a no I and Geechee for the we. So follow us on social media, and you'll keep up with the various postings, the vignettes, the stories, the blogs, the images, 
that we're going to be pulling from the Gullah Geechee Al-Kibulan archives, which is the only archive that in the whole world dedicated to Gullah Geechee history, heritage, and culture, which is owned and operated by the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition that sponsors this broadcast. And you can become a member of the coalition by going to gullahgeechee.net, gullahgeechee.net, if one want to join we. You can go to gullahgeechee.biz, gullahgeechee.biz, and you can pay for membership there. You can also purchase a number of different items, many of which the funds go back to the work for the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition that we do to continue to hold on to our land, our history, our culture. And also there are certain items that you will see listed that the money is going straight into the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Fund. If you want to donate to that fund via Cash App, you can do so by sending it in to Gullah Geechee Nation, dollar sign, Gullah Geechee Nation. You can also go to GoFundMe to the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Fund and donate there. We are seeking to reach the $50,000 mark by the end of March. We reached our $45,000 mark on the GoFundMe campaign during Black History Month that just ended yesterday. And we are seeking to get $5,000 more raised this month during Black, Black Her Story Month, Women's Her Story Month. So even if you make a donation in honor of your mama, your grandmama, your sister, your auntie, your cousin, that is wonderful. But please do donate to the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Fund. If it's via Cash App, do dollar sign Gullah Geechee Nation. If you are going to donate from GoFundMe, you can do that by looking for the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Fund, and you'll see a video there with me explaining the fund and what we do with the funds because we have a number of legal issues that are still going on. I want to give you a couple of updates in that regard as well. We spoke with our attorneys today, so right now things are still currently on hold, especially with the pandemic and everything, in regard to the two motions to intervene and for the mediations to take place in regard to the Defusky Island sand mine and the Bay Point Island issue of destruction in Buford County, South Kakalaki. So as those things move forward, we will let you know. We will keep you apprised of what is happening on those fronts. But do know that the state of South Carolina also put a bill on the floor to stop sand mining, period, to make it illegal for the sand mine, especially in these cases where these things would have been located near historic sites, residences, and historically rich communities like ours. So we definitely are supporting that bill, and we announced that last week. And so we are currently still, we know at any given time, any of those things, as well as others, can pop up on us. So when we last saw March 1st was going to be um, the day that there was going to be a hearing regarding the Orndor sand mining, and that hearing was postponed or canceled. And so that's probably due to this new legislation that's coming down and the town also going through the numerous public comments that came in. Now, what has just come back on our radar today, because we are in the midst of looking at and revisiting a number of environmental issues to find out exactly what's going on in each case, is y'all haven't heard us talk about this in a while, but 
when we're talking about American Beach, Florida, when you come across northward, if you're coming up I-95 north, it only takes you a few minutes to come out of Florida into Georgia. You'll be in the St. Mary's area. You'll keep on going up. You end up in Camden County, Georgia. This is where many of you who watch Gullah Geechee TV, and if you do not already watch it, please go to Gullah TV and subscribe for free. Gullah TV, please subscribe for free. You saw me on there years ago, and if you've been on our blog with GullahGeecheeNation.com, you're probably one of the people who wrote in a letter of opposition or signed one of the many petitions opposing a spaceport being put on the Georgia coast right near a wilderness area, Cumberland Island. Now, how in the world are you going to justify sending up rockets over a wilderness? There's no logic to this. There's no sense to this. And not to mention the few Gullah Geechee families and communities that had not been displaced from that particular part of Georgia. We need to protect our human safety, human health, seafood safety, then the historic sites in the wilderness areas. All of that is what we're fighting for in the opposition of Spaceport Camden, as called. Spaceport Camden would be a private, a private spaceport, but they still have to go through federal regulations, the FAA. So I'm one of the people sitting on the committee reviewing various things as they come through. Well, today as I went to deal with some things to email out to some of my new students I'm working with in regard to some issues that are ongoing here on our coast that have not yet reached a resolution or not a resolution sufficient for us in the Gullah Geechee Nation, I went to look up the current information regarding Space Fort Camden to send them a link and found that there has been an extension for letters, for public comment, the deadline is March the 8th. Right now this is March the 1st, 2021. So you got exactly one week, one week. You got from now till International Women's Day, March the 8th, to get in comments and opposition to Spaceport Camden, okay? And so we are going to make sure that we tweet and we post on our page this information because a lot of people may not have been aware there had been a previous date that this information could go in, which would have been February 8th. So they extended it for an additional month because not that many people were aware that they were even taking in any more comments on this. I already had sent in a letter, a continuing letter of opposition um, in regard to it, but many of our folks did not know that there was an open public comment period. And so these comments are now going in to the Department of Natural Resources, to Diana Taylor at One Conservation Way, Brunswick, Georgia, 31520. To Diana Taylor of Department of Natural Resources, One Conservation Way, Brunswick, Georgia, 31520. They can be emailed to CRD period comments at dnr.ga.gov. Again, CRD 
dot comments at dnr dot ga dot gov, and you have until next Monday, March the eighth at five p.m. to get comments in, and we would pray that your letters would be that simple. We uh, we stand with the Gullah Geechee Nation in opposition to Spaceport Camden. Now, if you want more details on what else you might want to include, then you can go to the site that we are going to tweet out, Gullah Geechee, and we're going to post on Facebook at the Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page and the Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Facebook fan page, and the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition's Facebook fan page. So you'll be able to go there and get a whole list of why this should matter to you, each and every issue from the damage for failed launches, closing public waterways, use of public property, use of and and the... Uh, the General Assembly finding that the resources within this coastal area are costly and, if not impossible, to reconstruct or rehabilitate once adversely affected by human-related activities. All of these details of why we oppose this are written out there. So you could use them, you can cut and paste them into your comments and email that off, or if you still do snail mail, snail mail your letter off or do both if you want to make sure that they get out there, especially if you want to return receipt to prove you sent it. But also when you do send off a letter by email, please CC the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com, G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. So these are the kinds of things that are continuously going on. And they are a lot to keep up with, but thank God we have power-filled partners and members of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition and our Gullah Geechee Sustainability Think Tank that keep their eyes and ears open and head on the swivel so that we do not miss these destruction attempts that have been couched, dressed, fashioned in various forms, from sand mines to spaceports to resorts condos, to gated areas, to anything anti-Gullah Geechee culture, anti-African people staying unified. They want the coast. So even in the midst of a pandemic, people are buying, they're moving, they're speculating, they're doing everything they possibly can. So heads up, Gullah Geechee's most of the counties along the coast of South Carolina especially extended the due date for the land taxes. It was not it did not have to be paid in January. It got moved to being paid at the end of this month, March. Pay it now. If you just got your checks, don't be talking about I'm still waiting on a stimulus check. Let let's let's don't go there. Because that stimulus check is a temporary thing. You knew these taxes was coming. These taxes come every year, and they usually do in January. So if you didn't pay it in January, you already had the two other months to put something away. Now it's the first of the month, the third coming up. Let's get this done before the 31st. Let's get this done 
get her in, let's get her done <laughs> this month before the month is over, before it's actually the day of, and there's some foolishness with the online systems or anything like that. The county buildings are not still open to the public or anything. So the due date is the last day of the month, but let's don't wait till that day. Let's get this done now, this week. Today had been the last day that Penn Center that I sit on the advisory board for had also funds to assist people whose lands had been auctioned last year. But we had stopped between Passing and the Gullah Geechee Land Legacy Fund. There was a lot of heavy lifting done in Beaver County to stop people's lands, the Gullah Geechee Lands, from getting auctioned and helped families in advance and still had money left over. The Gullah Geechee Land Legacy Fund helped with Sopolo, helped down in Florida. We helped a lot of people here in Beaver County to the tune of about 30 different families, and also in Charleston. And then in Charleston, we also helped the Yenichurin House so that the roof had gotten raised, as we say, but also to get the new windows in. And then we were able, it was a blessing, after all of that, during Gullah Geechee Cultural Heritage Awareness Month last October, when we had the Gullah Geechee Freedom Fest, that was a major fundraiser for us, and thank you, thank you to all the 100 children who be gee. When we were closing out the year for the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition's anniversary, we got some additional funds in to assist us with ending energy poverty in the Gullah Geechee Nation, and part of that is to assist with getting solar panels in at critical sites, the Yenichurin House and the sister site here, the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, Gullah Geechee Garden. And so last Saturday, we want to thank everybody that came out to Yenichurin House in Charleston to help with the community saviors, working with the Gullah Geechee Angel Network and the community members to actually donate food to the people in the community, but also then to help them see how food grows like they say, it's better to teach a man or woman to fish than to just give them a meal to eat for the day. So they gave them a meal but showed them how you're going to grow this food now with the community garden that's now put in and placed. And so it was prepped last Saturday, and then the first Saturday in April, they'll actually go and plant. Prior to that, this month, folks will be here at the Gullah Geechee Garden helping out and doing some various things here. So if you are a Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition member, look out for the call for Gullah Geechee Volunteer Month because there's a number of different activities we'll be doing throughout this month. Because it's a pandemic, we're not doing a large global set of having people coming in as we normally do. But we pray that when this pandemic is over, we can again host the hundreds to thousands of people that would host every March, especially all the students from the different colleges. The blessing is that there are so many colleges and now high schools that are working with the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition on numerous projects. It is outstanding. It is awesome. And we have a lot of great things coming forth. And if you want to see an example of one project that we completed through my professorship and my chair position at University of Minnesota, please go to St. Helena, S-A-I-N-T-H-E-L-E-N-Island, St. Helena, Gullah Geechee, 
com, which tells you about St. Helena Island here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, and that will give you an idea of the types of educational projects that we are completing and that we are showing. And we're going to have another one that's going to get unveiled this month uh, that focuses on a lot of our environmental work and that some of you have already seen some components of it all over the place um, from different partners that have shared little pieces, but we have it all coming together. And we're going to do an unveiling on March the 13th at the Coastal Cultures Conference, which for this year is the first time we are having it be a virtual event. So once again, please go to Eventbrite, look up Coastal Cultures Conference 2021, and register to be a part of it. If you've said in the past, oh, I wish I could come to that, this is your opportunity because you'll be able to do this over Zoom right from your living room. So you'll have no excuse this year, and we'll be showing part of my new documentary, Gwine Fishing, in honor of the Gullah Geechee Fishing Association's 11th anniversary. That's coming up next week that we're having that celebration and that we are having and hosting the Coastal Cultures Conference. So we see a number of people already registered Please make sure to register because space is limited for the Coastal Cultures Conference. And then there are a number of other events that are going to be going on throughout the month, and I'll be sharing them each and every Monday just so you can kind of keep up with them and keep track of it. And this coming weekend, we will again honor the ancestors who unfortunately were sold as chattel during what we call a weeping time. That is the weekend is coming up for that um, this week. And so there will be commemorations in Savannah and libations in Savannah. And we will post information again at Gullah Geechee on Twitter, at Gullah Geechee on Instagram, GullahGeecheeNation.com and the Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page, as well as the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition's Facebook fan page. And you can always email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-C-O at AOL.com, G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. And thank you, thank you for all the hundred children. We're done join we and them one who come here this this evening to celebrate Black Her Story. We so glad that you took part of this year journey. Thank you, thank you for all who stand in with we and these omen. Y'all going on, girls. Be strong and be who wanna be. Thank you, thank you. This year the Queen Quet, head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. I so glad he hunna took this time, yeah, to tune in to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station.